Hi, I'm Kendall Ladd. I'm a freshman business major at Clemson University, and I am in the Greek organization Zeta Tau Alpha. Hi, I'm Lucy Ryan. I'm also a freshman and business major here at Clemson University, and I am a member of Chi Omega. So today we are discussing whether or not Greek life should be abolished at colleges. And um, I just thought we could do this topic because I joined a sorority right when I got into college. So I don't really know a college lifestyle without it. So what, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. I remember when we were talking about this earlier that you were mentioning about how your kind of your whole family mm-hmm. was involved in Greek life. And that's kind of very similar to mine. Like, it was kind of not a question. I think we both agreed that, like, we wanted to rush and we knew a lot of people here. Right. Um, so we just kind of came here, like, way before school started. got thrown into something mm-hmm. that was kind of overwhelming but ended up being really rewarding, I think, for both of us and many of our friends. Exactly. So today, my position, you can agree with me on this or not, but I think Greek life at colleges should not be abolished, but there should be significant reforms and more rules placed to abolish hazing in order to experience the benefits of joining a Greek organization because I feel that there are a lot more that are that tend to be overlooked. I agree. I do. I think there obviously are both sides are very strong like um, opinions and like arguments mm-hmm. and there obviously does need to be extreme reform, but I do think there are a lot of benefits that are kind of end up being overlooked because it's less of like it's not really in the social asset aspect of like the Greek exactly life. you know like there's a yeah. lot of things that are not talked about it's a lot of like partying friends like going out and meeting mm-hmm. people and there's a lot of things that like are like needed to have all those social aspects happen in Greek yeah. life and i also feel that social media and you know stories about greek life have really taken um more dominance in this discussion but there are a lot of benefits to joining Greek life that people may not even think of or like rules and responsibilities that we have placed that um, a lot of people don't know. Yes. Okay, so I just want to discuss from our experience what we think the best Greek life benefits are and um, the importance kind of of joining a sorority fraternity in college. So first, I think, I mean, friendship's a big part of it. Like you have an immediate circle of friends. Um, I feel right when I joined it, I met a lot of people through the recruitment experience, but then also instantly when you join it, they have a ton of things for you to just meet everyone in your sorority, meet the older girls too. And I feel like that was really nice jumping right into that. It definitely was a little overwhelming on bid day. Yes. Yeah, getting (laughs) just, everyone's like, oh my God. Yes, Yay. like screaming. Say it like it's exactly yeah. like in every movie you would think about, that's exactly what it is. It's mm-hmm. like literally hundreds of girls jumping up and down and screaming <laughs> and running around, like finding their bid day buddy and everything. It's literally it's, it's chaotic. It's crazy. Yes. But at the same time having that experience, it, it's funny now because we're friends with people, yeah. but at the time I was like, I don't know any of these people, but you meet so so many people yeah. just joining one like the first day yeah it's very it's like also when you talk to people here when you first come to school it's kind of awkward you know like mm-hmm. like i know what like home like if you went out at home and stuff like that you would talk about your commonalities or whatever yeah. and that stuff like that happened in high school or friends or family friends and stuff like that but like here you're meeting a bunch of new people and like mm-hmm. you don't have that many things in common yet you don't really know right. like who everyone is and like talking about greek life and your experiences and like your rush process just with like random people is like kind of a great way to start off friendships i agree i also feel that um 
our circle is very much dominated by people in Greek life. We still are friends with people outside of it, but I think Clemson itself is a big school surrounded by Greek life. Agreed. Um, But I don't necessarily think that not being in one here doesn't make you meet as many friends. It's just that Greek life is a great way to immediately transition into meeting all these new people. Yes, I completely agree. I also think that, like, we obviously meet our friends that we are, but we've been closer with through our sorority. But, like, even if you meet people, like, outside of, like, Greek life, like, most of those people are in fraternities and sororities that you mm-hmm. didn't even know. Like, yeah. literally yesterday, I was talking to, to my tour guide. And <laughs> I, that I, I had always wanted to say because I always see him around. And then he ended up being in, like, the fraternity we most, most associate with. And really? I was just like, I only knew this kid as a tour guide. I didn't even know he was involved in Greek life. And right. then, that was, like, a reconnection. Like, Wait, that's awesome. It was so <laughs> funny. I was, it was really good. I was, like, I was shocked. Because then I was yeah. talking to one of our friends, and he was like, oh, like, that's that kid. And I was like, how do you possibly know who that is? Yeah, yeah. It was really funny. There's so many weird yeah. connections. But it's awesome. Yeah, I've it met is. so it many is. people and I continue to meet so many people every day. Right. And also, in our sororities at least, they um, really emphasize the importance of supporting other Greek organizations on campus. So we go to a lot of other um, external philanthropy events with other sororities and fraternities. Like this past week, there was a big one for a fraternity here at Clemson um, and they just had a ton of activities all week. People were still meeting new people. I just think... It's so nice to have an easy way of constantly making friends. Right. And, like, to connect the social aspect, like, we had two really big concerts. And, like, to get into them, you had to donate to each of those fraternities, Mm -hmm. philanthropies. You know, it wasn't like, oh, let's all just hang out. But, Mm -hmm. like, it gives, like, a reason for those things. You know, it's, like, not just party, party, party. It's, like, (laughs) we're doing this to raise money, you know. Uh And having every single person pay 10 bucks, like, that eventually adds up to a significant donation. And then... Going off of that, a big benefit of joining Greek Life is how much they emphasize philanthropy and the importance of community service. You know, in a new college town, I'm not really, like, that's not the first thing I think of is going out and helping my community. You know, I don't know much about it yet, but we're instantly jumping into these, um, like, great philanthropies. You know, I'm in Zeta Tau Alpha, and ours is breast cancer awareness, so I feel like so many people have so many connections to that and I just feel really um thankful to be a part of an organization with such a good philanthropy that we're constantly raising money for and um putting on events for it's just really special yeah I think I don't know if you want to go into this but like we can talk about like the point systems that we kind of have Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. Greek life that kind of keep everyone in check and one of those things is like to go to those fun things that everyone talks about and those formals and those big events or whatever, you have to uphold a certain amount of, like, Mm -hmm. like, involvement, you know? Like, so, like, we have to do, like, two community service points per semester or stuff like that. Just getting involved and, like, that's, Mm -hmm. like, you also have to be involved in clubs and kind of, it just, like, expands your horizons outside of the Greek life because you have to be involved in, like, two clubs outside of Greek life, you know? Like, it's stuff outside of, like, the thing where you kind of see that, like, not everything is Greek life, but Greek life being there has helped you see those other parts. And that was a big benefit of Greek life for me as well, was these responsibilities they have placed. Because, you know, it is like joining a sorority fraternity. It's like party, you want to go to events, like, things like that. But to be able to go to these events, you need to uphold certain responsibilities. And it's different among various organizations. But 
Um, for my, at least we have a point system, like Lucy just said, where we have an external philanthropy point, accountability point, um, study hours, study hours, service hours as well. And, um, I think, yeah, I think that That is it. But there's definitely something else, but we have to do all that stuff. Yeah. So it's like when you become a new member, you have to log at least five study hours every week and, um, 10 service hours each semester. So it's like, if you don't have these specific responsibilities fulfilled, you can't go to your events. And I almost, I like that because it keeps me in In check check. and it helps a lot with the transition to college because yeah, it is really busy and it was definitely overwhelming at first, but it made me understand like the importance of balance, the importance of balance, everything. And also keeping like my morals in check, you know, like not just focusing on one thing, just being able to um, prioritize different things in my life, like still my academics and service hours. Yeah, all that. I completely agree. I think it's been a really great way. Also, like getting involved, talking about not just getting involved in other organizations, but how like being involved in your sorority helps benefit like plenty of kind of career networking, as you were talking about before, and like also stuff about um, just leadership skills, you know, resume builders, just getting involved, mm-hmm. like, only helps build character, you know, and that's, being involved in Greek life is giving that, like, step forward, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I actually saw this in a TikTok the other day, they were talking, <laughs> these two guys were debating on if Greek life really helps you network or right. not, or helps you career-wise, and one, one of the guys in the conversation was saying, like, well, I think you just need to have the personality to be able to network. You can talk to people. And then the other guy counteracted that and said, well, really, though, if you are just in a public place and you are wearing your sorority fraternity's letters or you bring that up in conversation, they're immediately going to remember you. And they're right. immediately going to put you higher than other people because they, yeah. they know like what that's like right i know like even on the smallest of scales like when we were going into rush like we had to get recommendation like letters of recommendations from other people Mm -hmm. in these all these greek organizations to kind of help with the process right and just get your name out there and whatever right and i didn't know half the people that wrote me like things on a (laughs) personal level like it was just kind of like you need someone to say that or whatever which Mm -hmm. is like it's annoying but it's like the fact that these like, these women, like, friends of my mom's friends, mm-hmm. like, you know, just random, like, people I never met on a personal level. Obviously, I know who they are, but, right. like, not constantly going to their house or mm-hmm. going out to dinner with them. Just, like, them being able to like, sit down and be like, yes, let me write this for you because I want this person of this character to be involved in something I was a part of, too. Like, we were already networking before we yeah. joined. Yeah, we were, literally. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Just transitioning to more support given by our um, Greek organization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, A big one is academics. It's helped me a lot. There's academic drives where people upload resources for each other, um, like notes and quizlets and things. Or there's also educational fraternities and different... You can find tutors in your sorority fraternity. Like, there's just so many resources given to us that have been so much more helpful than I even thought they would. Like, I check our academic drive all the time to like get homework help or reach out to people um who i know are the same major as me but older and have gone through these classes yes that's very true i think the mention of like so um not just social but um also academic fraternities and sororities is a big Mm -hmm. part of this argument you know we always overlook that you know it's very 
Like, it is part of the same Panhellenic kind of situation. You know, mm-hmm. like, there's fraternity and sorority councils here, and they're all involved in, like, both social and educational. And, like, right. there should obviously be more emphasis on, like, educational ones because those are those extremely helpful and, like, network building for someone's professional development. Like, right. obviously there is the social connections that mm-hmm. will help you network, but, like, if you abolished all of Greek life, like that is also something that would be taken away. There's, and that is a very helpful resource for a lot mm-hmm. of people here. And, like, there are so many external, res- internal and external resources given by Clemson, but it's just being in these organizations, I feel like, gives you so much more access to different resources right. that can be so beneficial. And I've learned so much from people in my sorority and also, as well, people in other um, Greek organizations. Right. And I just want to talk about... A quick fact we found through Clemson Fraternity and Sorority Life that um, most students within a Greek organization recorded a cumulative 3.293 grade point average in the spring of 2022, while 82% of all members exceeded a 3.0 GPA. So we do have these um, standards standards held. Like yeah. a lot Across of sororities during recruitment will drop you if your um, GPA is too low or right. if any of your academic stats right. are too low. Also, 97.7% of first-year fraternity and sorority life members were retained more than five percentage points higher than the overall Clemson rate. So FSL students also engaged in more than 103,000 total hours of community service and raised in excess of $1 million toward chapter philanthropies. Yeah, which is, like, obviously, like, every school has those numbers, but, like, it's just people coming into college and meeting people and mm-hmm. being a part of this. Like, no one just came into college and was expecting to raise, like, millions of dollars right. for charities. Like, mm-hmm. it's just the fact that these, like, these organizations exist, bring people together, and they allow them to reach out to family members and be exactly. like, donate, or people not here, and just, like, make a difference. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, I mean, maybe someone could. It's just a lot harder to, like, right. do that on your own and to have, like, an organization to do and make a difference through is just... I think it's a great a great idea. Also, across more than just my sorority here at Clemson, there is, like, Zeta and Kayo are all over the country, you know, and it's nice to just work with different organizations and help each other out, you know? Right. It's like you are, even if you're not physically meeting them, like, you are reaching out to so many more people than you realize and how big, like, these philanthropies are really right. being helped by Greek organizations. Right. And I think that um, keeping Greek life really helps these philanthropies and helps people all over the country more right. than we think like they this, do. this debate is very prominent because it's gonna affect a lot of people like mm-hmm. even like the people aren't who aren't directly still in college it will still affect them you know it's I like agree. that like that would be kind of like saying that time of their life was not as significant as it should be you know that's right. saying if you're just like okay it's over you know like those people came here and they felt like they made a difference and mm-hmm. they made these friends and they you know it's not, like, just, like, ended and that will be, like, smooth sailing for everyone and, like, get rid right. of any problems of hazing and stuff like that, too, because mm-hmm. it's not like hazing just disappears only with Greek. Like, obviously, it's, like, very a very big issue here, but it's also, like, it's happening in sports teams and, yeah. like, other clubs. You right. know, it's not just specifically social, like, fraternities and sororities. I agree. Now, despite all of these benefits from joining Greek life, we can't ignore the problem of hazing that um, happens within Greek life. And yes, like as you said, hazing can be found in more organizations than just Greek life, but we've seen over years and just being here at different universities that 
many terrible hazing instances have come from Greek yeah. life. Yes. But personally, there's like a, yeah. There's a hierarchy. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I've been through it, so now I get to do it to you. And right. that's, like, engraved in people's heads. And, like, obviously, hazing for females is definitely not as bad as it is for men. But I could, you can kind of see that, like, once someone becomes a brother or they're mm-hmm. stop pledging or whatever, like there is like an ego boost to where they think they're better than the next person coming in. Exactly. Because it's like, I did this, now you have to do this to be on the same level as me. Right. And, and it's almost kind of like, not like revenge, but it's like, yeah, I want someone like to go through. It's like taking their anger out on them. Yeah. Kind of. Which yeah. is terrible and right. really needs to and be stopped. But personally, I do not think that abolishing Greek life completely is going to end the hazing issues just because as we have seen... Just even here at Clemson or heard stories at other universities or in past years, frats, fraternities or sororities that get kicked off or are suspended have um, not completely stopped what they're doing because now it's not like they're being watched or regulated by right. nationals yeah. or the school because if they're kicked off, then they really have no rules anymore. Like, they might not be It's just a, a group of guys. Exactly. They yeah. might not be, like, a... Um, real organization anymore, but yeah. they can still at that point do what they want, you know. And I feel that to end this hazing issue, we need stricter regulations by nationals, um, by you know the National Panhellenic Conference and the IFC, um, yeah. and more like mandatory presentations and all this. Just more severe oversight, right? I think would benefit Greek life and the hazing issue as a whole, rather than just. Yeah. abolishing Greek life I completely. completely agree. I think in terms of the presentations, I know like personal like stories are something that really like reach people. I mm-hmm. feel like I haven't we haven't really had that here. Like I haven't like right. experienced that. I remember like I took driver's ed and like <laughs> we were presented too about like like drinking and driving and texting and driving about like mothers and like people who have lost children and that mm-hmm. just hits so much closer to home because you can right. hear about it but like to see someone who's lost someone or a child to hazing right in front of you, breaking down. Yeah. Like, unless you're a terrible person, mm-hmm. it should have some impact on you. And mm-hmm. I feel like that whole, as we were talking about, and, like, transitioning a little bit backwards, but, like, talking about the whole, like, revenge thing that, like, the, the guys who are older the have older on the young ones, yeah. like, it's not going to stop mm-hmm. until, like, there's extreme reform, like, involving arrests. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, like, being, like, if you do this, like, you're not just getting kicked off. You are, like, permanently on your record. Like, just you will place, be, like, like... bigger consequences. Exactly, yeah. Rather than just, like, oh, we're going to kick you off. But, but just, that's still... what? Who cares if their frat is technically kicked off at Clemson's campus? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they can still... They'll still have the house they bought. They'll still have all these brothers and have mm-hmm. this kind of connection to each other that they're still going to want to... Um, keep like, doing their ways, you know? And yeah. that's not necessarily, like, saying that everyone's going to feel that way, but I feel that... Um, if someone were to haze someone that badly in the beginning, I don't think, like, something, like, mm-hmm. that if, if not an extreme action is taken, that will necessarily make them stop. Also, as well as um, setting more harsher rules and oversight on different organizations, along with the presentation things, by being a part of a Greek organization... We get various emails from the Office of Fraternity and Sorority Life here at Clemson. Like, I get a lot about emails about different presentations or different um, philanthropy weeks, you know, how they yeah, do those, like, yeah. donation weeks. Um, but I feel like they should make these 
optional presentations mandatory for right and a consequence everyone. yeah to that, you know you know because it's going off what you said if they made these mandatory like yeah sometimes you don't want to go to a presentation you don't want to hear this you don't want to hear that but these speakers can have a large effect on people emotionally right if they ever like if they're forced to listen mm-hmm. you know yeah it's just kind of like it, it's honestly sad that people have to do this but like to, to make the consequence, hey, you can't go to formal, you know, yeah. if you're not there. Or you can't go to the social event. But, like, mm-hmm. if that's the only way to reach people and get this message across, then that's how it's going to have to be for a little bit, you know? Yeah. Just to, like, make it stick with other, everyone involved. So, for example, Penn State had a very large hazing issue with different fraternities and sororities and i don't know the details of one fraternity completely but i know one went a lot farther than it should have and it reached a lot of people at penn state um and caused a very large issue there so they after that in spring of 2017 they started conducting significant reforms upon greek organizations and it actually had worked so one of the significant reforms conducted in spring of 2017 at Penn State was that more student affairs positions were added to monitor Greek letter organizations through random checks to monitor compliance with university policies, and they further suspend organizations that do not abide by these checks but don't completely get rid of them. So they're like, you cannot do anything for a certain amount of time, and then we're going to let you back on. And um, they also added stricter social regula- regulations on social events and alcohol. So... With um, adding more student affairs positions to monitor these organizations, I think these random checks really are what scare different organizations because, you know, they could get randomly checked right. by someone of a higher position at any time. Right. I also feel like thinking of, like, things that kind of, like, could act as consequences here on Clemson, like, could be some kind of, like, involvement between, like, bars and, like, the campus here. And being right. like, oh, like, if you're a member here, like, you have to prove that you're not someone who does that. You know, like, mm-hmm. how we go into Fresno, you have to scan your phone. Like, mm-hmm. if your phone is, like, scan, you, like, scan in or whatever, and your name pops up as someone involved in, like, hazing, like, then you shouldn't be able to be involved socially anywhere. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, something as like, it's as more that, than like just... Check. Right, it's these... more than just a frat party at yeah, someone, yeah, yeah. you know? It should be somewhere that's, like, a widespread, like, consequence, you know? Mm-hmm. You can't scan into football games. You can't, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Just, like... Small consequences that, like, someone would be like, oh, I don't care, it's just a football game. But, like, Mm -hmm. at some point, if all your friends are having fun at a football game and you can't go for the whole year, like, that's going to get to you. Right. You know? Right. It's going to end up being like, okay, now it's annoying after 10 games. Right. It's just placing more consequences, I think, is really going to help. Also, Penton State made um, a bunch of requirements to participate in just recruitment. They made these more strict, including a minimum GPA of a 2.5 and 14 earned credit hours completed at Penn State already, and they required new member education um, when people join these Greek organizations. And because of these changes, there has been a 30% decrease in total crimes related to fraternities for the fall 2018 semester, and there were 17% fewer alcohol-related emergency department visits, and all four student-led Greek councils have increased their new member grade point averages since the implementation of deferred recruitment and enhanced eligibility requirements. So as you can see, like when Penn State really started to crack down um, on their university policies regarding Greek life, there had been significant reforms in these organizations, and I feel that if we could, you know, reach this out to 
more universities and Greek organizations over the country, we could really improve the hazing that still goes on today rather than just completely abolishing Greek life because there are so many benefits like we talked about, like more than just making friends, more than just going to social events. You know, there's academic philanthropy, you know, service hours, all of that. There's so many benefits. Um, And I feel like if we could help solve this hazing issue, like Penn State have started to do so, then Greek life should not be abolished at all. Yeah. I think it's definitely, it's going to take effort and a lot of involvement because it can't just be one person saying it at a school. It has to reach a lot of widespread people. But, like, I don't think it's something that's impossible. Like, a lot of things have ended up being widespread things. Like, Mm -hmm. the the implication of Greek life ended up being something so widespread, you know? Like, Uh it wasn't starting out because everyone did it. It started out in one specific area, you know? I think it is completely possible if good, like good-hearted people are mm-hmm. able to get involved. And although it's not completely perfect today, we've seen so many sororities stop all hazing around yeah. the country. And fraternities are definitely still a big issue. But if we're slowly um, improving these organizations, I think it could definitely help in order to reap the benefits of joining Greek life. Agreed. Well, thank you, Lucy, for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure.